0: The WBEN All Local. All local. A daily look at what's happening in Buffalo, Western New York, and the world.
1: I'm Susan Rose.
2: I'm Brian Maserowski. Outside right now looking at a couple of clouds, 71 degrees in Buffalo.
1: Multiple unconfirmed sightings of the Jamestown murder suspect who escaped a Pennsylvania jail. Yesterday marked day four of the urgent manhunt for Michael Burham. Authorities now warning Burham should be considered very dangerous. More from Alex Preshay in Warren, PA.
0: At least 15 law enforcement agencies fanning out across northwest Pennsylvania searching the woods helicopters in the air. SWAT teams going door-to-door, trying to locate this self-taught survivalist with military experience. They've discovered stockpiles or campsites in wooded areas and believe Burham may have helped.
1: Burham was being held on arson and burglary charges.
2: Well, state police yesterday adding they think someone on the outside is helping Burham on the run. We
3: do believe that uh, he is getting some assistance. Uh, from where or what that type of assistance is, I'm not prepared to comment on. But uh, as I've previously indicated, we are investigating that and we are prepared to prosecute anyone
1: who does offer him assistance.
2: They did though say that many people out are responding to the call from state police to help them getting a lot of tips, as you heard earlier.
1: And we're asking you at WBEN.com, our web poll today, how do you think Michael Burham will be brought to justice? He'll be captured, he'll turn himself in, He'll be killed or he won't be located. You can check in with our web poll over at WBEN.com.
2: WBEN Time now, 5.03. Flooding rains have moved from northern New York to Vermont. Vermont's governor issuing a state of emergency following recent excessive rainfall, life-threatening flash flooding. Officials say more than 50 swift water rescues performed across the state. Bennington, among the hardest hit areas. The
0: residents in Bennington and North Bennington need to understand that we're going to do our best to keep them safe. They need to stay home. They need to stay off the roads. If we do get significant flooding, they just need to stay home.
2: Back in New York, the Hudson Valley in cleanup mode after nine inches of rain on Sunday.
0: Governor Hochul toward Highland Falls where a layer of mud covers everything and where county leaders have activated a shelter for those flooded out of their homes.
1: Assess the damage. Assess the monetary value of the damage so we can put in Our request for FEMA assistance to help the communities have the resources they need to rebuild.
0: The governor will request federal disaster assistance from FEMA. That will take time,
1: as will the rebuilding process across this region.
2: That's Josh Eininger with the report.
1: The discussion of extending Metro Rail north to Amherst continues and in recent weeks is drawing strong reaction from those in favor and opposed. WBEN's Brayton Wilson here with the latest.
0: While there are currently three plans being looked at for a potential expansion of the NFTA Metro Rail to the UB North Campus, Jim Gordon from Citizens for Regional Transit says the group is supportive of any route that brings light rail rapid transit to Amherst.
3: When the UB North Campus was designed, it was designed to have light rail. Even when they were making the plans for it, they knew they could not service it with buses and they've been trying for years and it just doesn't work. So we support any of the alternatives.
0: Gordon adds he is almost 100% sure one of the three proposals in place for the NFTA Metro Rail expansion will happen. However, CRT is not wedded to a particular alignment or path to go between the campuses, which leaves the door open for options at this time. On the other side of the argument, stop the Metro organizer Michael Nigren is aware of the preferred expansion route known as the locally preferred alternative, which runs down Main Street to Kenmore Avenue, then up Niagara Falls Boulevard, and across Maple Road through Sweet Home and then ultimately into Audubon Parkway. Among the concerns for Nygren and his group is the projected cost for the proposal, as it could be a large financial tab for local taxpayers. Right
3: now, the taxpayers are on the hook for about $47 million in um, unrestricted mortgage tax that goes directly to the NFTA. So you still see dilapidated ticketing systems and stations in disrepair. So that says to me that the volume of ridership is not adequate and does not pay for the current systems. And expanding it further is premature. If they do expand it, then it will be up to taxpayers to support it. More
0: arguments for and against an expansion of the NFTA Metro Metrorail are available for you online. Brayton Wilson, WBEN.com News.
2: All right, Brayton, thank you. Well, uh, some improvements coming. To a much traveled Erie County park. WBEN's Tom Puckett has more.
0: If you've been to Chestnut Ridge Park and Orchard Park, you've likely seen the Eternal Flame Trail. Now there'll be some work on it. Over
3: the years, some sections, uh, some steep sections, we, uh, you know, between weather and just sheer amount of traffic. Uh, we just want to make some improvements to three areas in the trail this year. And uh, it's an exciting project, about $134,000 investment to make those improvements. County Parks Commissioner Troy Schinsel says it's about safety. They'll be putting about 135 box uh, timber box steps in and retaining walls to make it a safer uh, walkway to uh, and from the eternal Flame. And then around the stream bed, there's a steep section that is often wet. Uh, we're going to be uh, relocating a section of trail there. And Taholahs will be also um, clearing the trailway to the Eternal Flame. Uh, over the years, trees and stumps and debris have uh, have made the passage a little uh, more difficult. So we're gonna, they're going to work on clearing that as well.
0: Work begins next week with detours marked along the way. Shinzel says you have a role to play in keeping your track safe. Hear about that online. Tom Puckett, WBen.com
1: News. All right, thanks, Tom. Members of Congress not happy with the merger between the PGA and Saudi-owned Live Golf Tours. They're holding a hearing about that merger today. Just
2: days before today's Senate hearing, a top PGA policy board member resigned, saying he cannot support the planned merger with the Saudi government run Live Golf Tour. Many senators agree and will ask why it's in the interest of the U.S. to complete the merger. Number of lawmakers angry that an American institution, the Professional Golfers Association, would join the Saudis after that country's rocky relationship with the US and evidence pointing to ordering the murder of a Washington Post journalist.
1: That's Andy Field reporting.
2: Okay, we'll be watching for that 508. Now on WBEN other sports news, former Bison Vlad Guerrero Jr. won the Home Run Derby last night in Seattle. <laughs>
0: 2023 T-Mobile Home Run Derby at T-Mobile Park in Seattle 16 years after his father won the Home Run Derby in San Francisco Vlad Jr
2: wins it in Seattle. Hey, it's pretty cool and uh congrats to Vladero Jr. He learned all that in Buffalo. That's what uh yeah, have to let's... say. Well, tonight's the All-Star game. Uh and Amherst native Jonah Heim Catcher for the Texas Rangers will be the starting catcher for the American League. So you have another Buffalo connection there set to bat ninth in the lineup. So if you're tuning into the All-Star Game, something else to watch for.
1: Good. Very cool. And today is Prime Day, Amazon's 48-hour sales extravaganza. Andrew Dimbert has the deal on the best way to get the best deals.
2: Amazon products are among the biggest deals, like the Amazon Fire 43-inch TV and Kindle Tablet Reader. But the best deals will likely have limited availability. So make sure you click on Watch for Lightning Deals or get alerts through Amazon's shopping app to get notified the second the deal goes live. And this year, there are many deals that are invite-only. So if one of those catches your eye,
1: make sure you click on that Request Invite button. Ah, okay. Well, they've been dangling these deals for days. You never no know longer. what the real deal is, right?
2: I mean, uh, you think you're getting a deal, and then it's like, oh no, wait—the the real deal came uh, a couple days later. I feel, I, you know, I remembered this morning. It's like, oh, they're having a big sale. I feel I just bought like a, a book the other week. I, I, you know, I was buying stuff last week. Why didn't Why didn't I wait?
1: Well, it seemed to me that things you're looking at maybe in the last few days. It would tell you if it was coming up as a prime day deal.
2: Oh, oh yeah, because they're so tracking okay. everything, and uh, <laughs> yes, it'll just pop up on your screen. That's right. Uh, well, uh, happy shopping today. Your
1: exclusive
0: WBen Seven weather forecast: partly to mostly sunny skies, breezy and warm today with temperatures in the low eighties. Tonight, some scattered showers and thunder showers develop. Overnight lows in the low sixties. On Wednesday, some scattered showers, especially south of Buffalo, highs near 80. We stay unsettled on Thursday. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm Chief Meteorologist Herman Kowski.
1: Erie County Parks Commissioner Troy Schinzel is joining us this morning. Great time of year to talk with you, Troy. As So many people are enjoying the parks every day. But there is one park and one trail in particular that seems to be so popular that you need to make some improvements to it, the hiking trail to the Eternal Flame at Chestnut Ridge Park. What's going on there?
3: Uh, that's correct. Thank you for having me this morning. Yeah, so we, uh, we're excited to uh, begin a, about a month-long project uh, for the Eternal Flame Trail, working with our good friends with the Chestnut Ridge Conservancy. It's a project we've been working on uh, to try to get to for the last uh, six months or so. It's um, Around $134,000 investment just to make the trail safer. Um, we're really going to focus on three areas of the Eternal Flame Trail. Obviously, anyone in Erie County or most people in Erie County know how beautiful the trail is, and obviously the waterfall at the end with the uh, with the gas seep and the and the flame. But we're just uh, going to focus on um, putting some timber box steps in, retaining walls, uh, railings in some areas to make it safer, um, and relocate some sections of trail just to just to make the trail and those who use it a little safer.
2: Now, the trail is super popular. Um, what are, how do you kind of make it safer with, you know, still preserving um, it being a nature trail and not something, uh, you know, overly uh, produced or man-made?
3: Well, therein lies the problem. Uh, years ago, the Eternal Flame Trail was kind of a hidden gem. Um, and then in publications and just the word got out throughout the last few decades, So at some point, we had to just, uh, you know, rethink the way it was just a hidden gem and a a rustic trail back to Eternal Flame and now make it a safer trail. We have so many people that visit. We expanded the park a lot years ago. We've done some work in-house to make it safer, but now we've hired a— a company that uh, that does trail work across New York State, their full-service recreation trail design, construction consulting company, um, working through the Chester Ridge Conservancy, that'll be doing just more aggressive, extensive work to make it safe. We have to just acknowledge that so many thousands and thousands of people visit it that we just want to make it as safe as possible. And quite frankly, also, I think we're trying to get the word out for those visiting the Eternal Flame Trail, to wear the proper footwear. A lot of the people that get injured either are in Crocs or sandals um, thinking it's only a little over a half mile walk. How bad can it be? But it's slippery uh, and the terrain is, uh, could be uh, steep and, and wet. So we're trying to also get that word out.
1: Now, will it be closed to the public while you're doing this or is that even practical? I mean, can people just take a detour around the area where you're working?
3: That's exactly right. Yeah. So there'll still be access to the Eternal Flame itself. There will be sections of the trail when being worked on that will be closed, but there will be detours provided. So maps will be provided at the trailheads, um, and uh, those areas that are being worked out will uh, will be closed. But we have detour and other uh, other trails that will circumvent those areas being worked on. So you can still still get to the Eternal Flame. You can still go see the Eternal Flame, just for about a month. Certain sections that will be worked on, uh, including the stream bed, uh, the company is going to work on clearing the stream bed to the Eternal Flame trail that over the. Last few years, has, you know, trees and stumps and things have kind of impacted the the access to it. So, but you can still visit the Eternal Flame through this through the project.
2: Kind of crazy to think we're almost uh, halfway through July. What's <laughs> been uh, most popular this year? You know, during the summer months, where have you seen most people flock to?
3: Well, obviously, our five heritage parks are the most popular parks we have. Obviously, the Chestnut Ridge and Como Park, Emory Park, Ellicott Creek, and Akron Falls we actually just completed a, a fantastic five more inclusive playgrounds. Uh, we, we completed that project just about a few weeks ago, matter of fact. So now we have six inclusive playgrounds throughout Erie County, uh, and those are hugely popular. Um, you know, for, for those who don't know our inclusive playgrounds, um, it's just the it's this way we're going to go from now on. It's for all ages and abilities, uh, port-and-place surfaces. They're, they're, really, they're really fantastic um, amenities we're adding to our parks. And then uh, we'll actually, we're in the design phase for two more. One at Towpath Park, our first one in the city, and then one at Isleview as part of a $3 million uh, project that's going to be happening at Isleview later this year into next year.
1: Yeah, those inclusive playgrounds are so popular now and, I mean, hard to miss and really so different from what used to be in the parks. And plus, you've done a lot of restrooms, too. There's a lot going on.
3: Yeah, thank you. We have. We obviously this administration since 2012 has committed over 55 million dollars into its parks department uh that's that's huge uh that's a capital commitment of over 55 million dollars obviously the the county executive is a huge huge supporter of the parks uh, department and the park system and uh, we've done uh, wpa restroom renovations we're currently doing uh, shelter rehabs for historic shelters that we have in the, in the department um, the Went Mansion and the stables. Uh, Erie County's committed over $5 million towards eventually renovating those those uh, beautiful locations. And then an exciting project at Grover Cleveland, uh, one of our golf courses, is we have um, considered one of the oldest stone structures in Erie County, in the city of Buffalo, the Shank House. We're going to uh, have about $1.6 million renovation project there to renovate that historic building as well. So all over Erie County, northwest, east. <laughs> We are uh, we are investing in our beautiful uh, ten thousand acres.
2: Uh, Troy, I have to ask you on a different topic here, uh, just Mm -hmm. because of the nature of your job. This manhunt going on in Pennsylvania. Now, I mean, you're not dealing with these heavily wooded areas every single day, but you have a lot of parks, and uh, there's a lot of places in Erie County that are a little harder to traverse. You know, we hear about those warnings all the time. How difficult? Uh, could it be for whether it's law enforcement or anyone else to find somebody or to traverse and, and kind of a go through with a search in a treacherous area?
3: Well, I, I will say this. We have, um, as I mentioned earlier, we have 10,000 acres in Erie County in our parks department. Uh, around five to 6,000 of those are considered forestry lands and forestry lots. And I will tell you, those are pretty remote. Uh, most people in Erie County don't even realize some of the forestry lands we have in some of those areas, and uh, near Wyoming County and South Erie, um, really, we have some. We have some areas. You, once you get in there, you're uh, you're in the middle of nowhere, uh, and there's the steep ravines and there's heavy wooded areas. So I can imagine, certainly down uh, south and where this. You know area specifically is uh it's probably really really difficult for the for the first responders and and certainly the the the, the people working to uh, to locate this person
1: you know i'm pretty sure too that there's a lot of training that goes on in your parks for rescue people ems and things just to get them ready for a situation like this
3: yeah we work with emergency services and local police departments and erie county sheriffs we uh are park rangers um actually quite frankly we continue throughout the year we get requests for trainings and uh, whether it's for for you know for emergency response or to uh, get people who are injured out um, but we work with the Erie County Sheriff's emergency Services on a regular basis uh, that use our park lands for those type of
2: trainings well Troy uh, thanks so much and uh, good luck on all the repairs and uh, the work you have ahead of you on the eternal flame trail and more Troy Shinzel with the Erie County Parks Department That's the WBEN All Local.
0: All new episodes are made available each weekday morning. Produced by the award-winning WBEN Newsroom.